0: You're listening to The King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at Kingswisbeach.org.uk. Hello and welcome to Friday Conversations. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Fiona.
0: And it's great to have you with us today. Um, we are continuing our current series at the moment where we are exploring this book together. It's called Blessed, Broken, Given by Glenn Packiam. That's what it looks like. I know those of us who tune in regularly have been reading and following along. Um, Today is our penultimate um, session. We are looking at chapter 10 today. And then next week, we will be looking at the final chapter, which will Finish off nicely just before Christmas and the festive um, season, the festive period. So, um, we've timed that well, haven't we? Um, So, (laughs) all on purpose, I'll have you know.
1: Yes. That's why we did two chapters at once. Well, yes, we had to squeeze
0: them in to finish before Christmas. You're quite right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's what we're doing tonight. Blessed, broken, given. And the book um, uses um, an image or a metaphor of bread. And of course, that's echoed throughout scripture as well in the Bible. And there's three main parts. And of course, because we're near the end now, we are Mm. looking at given, the third part. And I thought it would be helpful for those watching if we just quickly summarize sort of the section about being given, just just Mm. so that we can sort of get the ball rolling a bit. Mm so in the first section of given we were looking at the personal dynamic of what being given meant Mm. um, which was for the love of jesus and we discussed um, about being drained and being spent and what the difference was Yes,
1: and the whole that the fundamental motivation for being willing to be given is actually love for jesus that's where it springs from
0: yeah that for the love of jesus that's right and Mm. it's our surrender to jesus that actually enables us Yes. to be given yes. for the sake of others. Mm. Um, and then the second section, um, for one another, so being mm. given for one another, yes, um, which was looking at hospitality, um, about giving, about serving others. Right. And this was more of a communal dynamic. Yeah. And we were talking yeah. about church, weren't we, and, and the picture of church yes. and mm-hmm. how um, it's actually the the point of church and gathering together is more Mm -hmm. about serving others Mm -hmm. than it is about me getting stuff for me yes and so that brings us to this third and final section today for the life of the world yes um so we've had a personal dynamic we've had a communal dynamic and now we're looking more at a cultural dynamic kind of more wider than just Mm. Sort of individual or the community, yes. the, the sort of church community. community. Yes, we're looking mm. much wider at culture mm. in general today.
1: Yes, that's right. Yes, I mean it's well. Just his introduction to this chapter says, you know, Jesus called himself the bread that came down from heaven, and announced that his body was given for the life of the world. And if we as the church are to see ourselves as Christ's body here in the world, then part of what it means to be given is to be in the world for the world's own good.
0: For the so, world's own good, yeah, yes. that's good. Mm. No, yeah. And yeah. we have a question to put to you. We we love to interact. Um, we have a conversation um, together on on screen, but we are not the only people involved in the conversation. Or at least, mm. we hope not to be the only two people <laughs> right. involved yes. in the conversation, mm-hmm. because because it's a live stream. We like to throw it open to mm. you as well. Please join in. Conversation with us tonight. Please use the live chat on YouTube and put your comments in. We will read them out. Do you just say hello to a few people who we know who yeah. are already watching?
1: Well, yes, we've got uh, Richard and Maggie who are here, and um, Andy McCadden, Jackie, Clive, who is. Tell us a bit <laughs> yeah, of Clive's yes, story. Yes. Because well, some Clive, may Clive not know. has been in bed for the last. Uh, the previous two days he managed to get up for the first time today he's done his back-in again but he's back in bed but he's he's on the live stream
0: (laughs) he's back in bed with his back
1: that's right yes yes (laughs) And then there's Sally and Keith Um, yes so quite a few people in great Um, Jackie saying I found this chapter interesting and challenging namely that God is being airbrushed out of our culture and Keith saying, "The world takes things for itself. Jesus gives himself. What a difference!" Mm-hmm. Ooh,
0: Alex um, and Lynn have just said hello hi. as well. Yes. Hello,
1: hi, yeah.
0: hi. Um, what question are we going to throw out just to start yeah. the ball rolling well, on the live chat? It,
1: it's this: you know, What cultural shifts have you noticed in your own community? You know, within your your lifespan, I suppose. You know, what what mm. are the cultural shifts that are noticeable? And mm. uh, that's something to, well we've already sort of had a bit of this Jackie saying about God being airbrushed out mm. Yes.
0: Mm. yeah so yeah. so if there's anything like that pop them in and we'll we'll come and visit them again in about 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. or so yeah all right so let's start then. chapter 10 yes mm-hmm. So where we'll I say wave your book around if you've got it but we won't see you but you can do it if you like <laughs> <laughs> um, row, well, that's a bit later, Road 2 Mace. I'm
1: skipping ahead. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> I am, I am, I am.
0: <laughs> so let us make a beginning. Mm. So we're looking at, um, well, he, he has a, a big story about his upbringing in Malaysia and the, the sort of the cultural melting pot Mm. as it were, that he experienced growing That's up, right. where lots of different religions sort of mm. came alongside each other and, and were sort of all present in the same space. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: And I know we, or even I as well, um, refer to sort of the culture on it. Oh, it's a secular mm. culture. but. He argues that it isn't, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: Well, he, he talks about the fact that um, whereas, uh, well certainly in this country when I was a child um, there were the general assumption was that Christianity was the main sort of religion and even if people weren't particularly religious that was the broad framework in which they were were reared whereas now, of course, we have a much broader range of different religions and none and uh, and the whole question of the fact that we've got such a, a very plural set of religions and philosophies about, um, what we actually get is a much more secular age as a result. Mm. Because um, I think there was a... Uh, what,
0: but, what, but what he's saying about the secular idea mm. is that secular is is kind of removing God. And yes, in some instances, as Jackie was mm. saying, God mm. is trying, people are trying to airbrush God out of things. Mm. And, and we, we can see that in, in some yeah. respects. Um, but he he's saying that it's because of the multiplicity
1: mm.
0: of lots of different religions in, in one mm. space yeah that they kind of can't... The the effectiveness or whatever of cancelling each other Mm. out in a way, yeah, where people go, Oh, well, Mm. you know, if you believe this and you believe something different, Mm -hmm. but
1: Mm. you're
0: both still good people, yes, then what does it matter? And and I don't believe anything, so and I'm a good person, so Mm. what does it matter?
1: Yeah, well, I suppose that's where the bit about the secularist sort of thing because, because basically. For a lot of people, well, probably for most people, most of the time, what they're actually focused on is my life, my career, um, my possessions, my family, um, all the stuff about, and they want you know to live in peace and sort of for things to go well yeah. for them and so on. And actually, mostly the whole focus is on what's immediately around you. And of course, if um, if you can see that, okay. Um, You know, I come from a Christian background, somebody else from a Jewish, somebody else from a a Hindu background or whatever, or some people don't believe anything at all, but actually they're all focused on the same things, and with a general desire, one hopes, to kind of get along with other people. And so it can almost seem like it's kind of irrelevant what you believe, because everybody's Mm. just trying to sort of make the best of the world they're in. Mm. And so therefore God, in that sense, gets airbrushed out because they don't, but, and and so yes the idea that we should allow the current spirit of the world to dictate the church's policy is not Mm. is not a good one but
0: But i like this bit here just sort of finishing the story Mm. of the road to maus so they invite him to stay Mm. and he then breaks the bread which is quite different in that culture because he's the guest yeah and usually the guest sits and receives and the host Breaks and gives and yeah. hosts
1: takes the bread, blesses it, yeah. gives thanks, and but
0: thanks he that he takes the role on, yes, as host, even though he's supposed to be the guest, and and as he breaks the bread, mm. their eyes are opened and they recognize this is Jesus. Yeah, they recognize it, and yeah. and I just like the way he puts it in the book. I'll just read this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful, isn't it? What made them realize it was Jesus was the way he took bread blessed it, broke it, and gave it to Mm. them. Of Mm. all the Jesus-like things to recognize Jesus by, the miracles, the teachings, the stories, it Mm. was the breaking of bread that opened their eyes. Yes. Luke was making a point. There's something about bread that is blessed, broken, and given Mm. that makes us see Jesus. Yes. It shakes us out of our disillusionment and wakes us up from our mm. despair about religion. Mm. Once our eyes are lifted up, once they are open to see Jesus...
1: Yes. Yes. And, and, and that's the thing. Is it, it's to sort of, in a sense, to be willing to... Um, yes, if we're willing to be given, mm. then, then we can actually introduce people to the one who's giving us. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: We'll I th- We'll do one, one more point bit, point no, we that. won't okay.
0: pause just yet. Okay. Soon, but not yet. Um, he then goes on to tell a very interesting story which again shows the pluralism of religion around us and that whole well, believe what you want to believe and I don't yeah. have to believe what you believe, but you believe what you want, all this kind yeah, of that stuff. That can be
1: true for you. It's your it's truth, not true your for personal, yes, your truth, personal truth, truth and my
0: personal truth and yeah. all this kind of stuff. He talks about meeting a, a Catholic Buddhist and, and or seeing a, an interview mm-hmm. of, of a guy who, who said he was a Catholic Buddhist. And he said even just the notion of, you know, if anyone knows anything about Catholicism and Buddhism is that the two don't mix
1: No.
0: (laughs) Um, But this is what this guy, you know, Mm. was or says that that he was. Um, But he said it was very interesting because the ideas that this chap was putting forth Mm. in the interview, um, he said they actually were all coming from a Christian view of the world rather yep. than a buddhist one yes um, and he says he, he wanted to speak about redemption mm-hmm. without naming the redeemer yes and that's interesting and, and I find this this interesting so let me just read something from 174 mm-hmm. uh, where is it yeah that this whole story of this this Catholic Buddhist guy and mm-hmm. um, he says that this is a parable of our culture in the West. That this is the generation that wants justice but not any sense of righteousness. Mm. Um, We are hungry for community but have no taste for the cross. Mm -hmm. We want the goods of the good news without the Christ of the Gospel. We want the life of the kingdom without the claims of the King. And it's it's just interesting that Christianity has actually formed so much of what makes our Mm. Western culture and that a lot of people without knowing it Mm -hmm. actually believe Mm -hmm. quite a few things sort of start from a Christian start point. Like this idea of justice and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. And, and I find it's interesting. And it can be incredibly useful mm-hmm. as well. I'll, I'll show, you, you want to say something and then I'll
1: go. No. no, well that, that is true. So many people don't seem to realize, you know, wanting to portray the church as irrelevant, passe, you know, something mm. that has no validity but, now. Yeah. And actually we want to throw off its shackles in a sense. Yeah. But actually they don't realize how, and, and also, the, you know, the claim that they've been the cause of all the troubles in the world. They don't realize how much over the centuries since Christ was on earth, um, things have been shaped and changed for good. Now I, I'm aware mm. there have been some distortions and yes, some awful course. things but it, But also actually the things that we we just take for granted in terms of what yeah. is what is good, what yeah. is right. You know the yeah. whole concept of human rights, of yeah. um, you know of, of justice and yeah. and that sort of thing is actually founded. On this, yeah, exactly, on, on, on the Bible, and,
0: and this actually, this can be one of the ways mm. that we could actually go out and meet people mm. where they are.
1: Yeah,
0: this is this is the thing. He has another book for you. Ha ha! This is a very good book by a chap called Glenn Shrivener. It's called The Air We Breathe. How we all came to believe in freedom, kindness, progress, and equality. And there are others in there as well um, that, that he goes through. So the book kind of talks about where does this notion of freedom come from? And yeah. where does kindness, this, this you know, be kind to each other yeah. and all this kind of, well, What are the origins of it? And he digs back down and mm. shows that it's actually... It comes from Christianity. Yeah. So you can actually... Y- Use this as a place to meet people where they're at. Yeah. Oh, I don't believe in God, and I don't believe in. Okay, but you believe in equality, don't you? Yes. You believe in in injustice, don't you? Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, we believe in <laughs> equality. You know. So where did equal, that idea right? come so, from? Well, let's let's just explore mm-hmm. that a little bit. Yes. Actually,
1: mm-hmm. yes.
0: It's been, <laughs> yes, it starts in the Bible. Yes. And and people are very surprised and it yeah. could be a way, I mean it's not the only way, but it could be a way of
1: well, trying to meet depending people Depending on where, where the person is at well, yeah. that you're talking to. Of course, mm. of
0: course. Yes. But I just thought that was interesting yeah. to, to mm. throw that out. Yeah. We will have a little break now, I right. think. Um, we shall go and have some notices and then we'll be back very shortly. See you soon. <laughs> hello welcome back apologies for the the notices maybe we'll just pause like this for a while just to give you a bit of a surprise anyway sorry about that Um, the video didn't quite work as we had hoped but hopefully you got some of the important messages well the
1: wonders of modern technology yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) right so we had some things to read out from comments yes. and yes, things that we've been Yes, there's been quite a
1: conversation going on. Um, uh, going back to, Anna's put in, I don't know how to be where someone else is at, she says. Mm. And then there's some comments come in, so Maggie's put in, I think it's just getting to know them, not judging them, finding out how they think and feel, and praying for God to give natural opportunities to share something of Jesus with them. I think it's very practical advice mm. on how to... Mm get the feel of where somebody is. Mm -hmm. Actually, listen to them, basically. Yes. Um, Yeah, and and Clive's put in a comment here. On the Emmaus Road, Jesus fell in step with them but brought a different perspective. The challenge is falling in step, coming alongside, really, with them. Mm. Then you can bring that different perspective, but Mm. if you're not walking with them, your perspective will be irrelevant Mm. to them. And
0: I suppose it it also means... Mm. The 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 meeting people where they are. That's right. Um, It's all the things that you've been saying, but but it's 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 also.
1: I think Maggie's kind of fleshing it out a bit more. Yes. No, but we but but.
0: I know I sometimes get get the feeling that you know oh well I want this person to know more about Jesus or whatever they must come to church Mm. or they must come to this church program or come to this church event. Yeah. If only they came to. Yeah. this church thing
1: they just don't know what they're then, missing sort of thing then yeah. they'll get it you yeah. know mm.
0: um, so I think, I think part of it is not relying on well they must come to church mm. they must hear this person preach, or mm. they must hear that sermon or whatever yeah. it's more a case of let me go to them let That's me right. go and have coffee with yes. them let, let me chat with them yeah. let me find out yeah. What they know or what they think they know yes. or what they don't know. And, oh, look, they're quite passionate about justice. Mm. Okay, now, now I know where to start. Let's, Let's talk up. about that. Or maybe they're not passionate yeah. about justice. Mm. Maybe it's something completely different, that's you true, know. Right?
1: But that's the thing. If you get, if you, if you get to, where, to, what, to the situation they're in and yes. you're listening to that... Then you'll begin to find out what what is God saying into that situation, rather than here's my presentation. You yes. take it all. Yeah, here's it. a
0: PowerPoint so, I've prepared. Watch that, this. Yeah, yes, it, yeah. you or read write. this
1: book or come to this meeting. It's it's, it's
0: more it's more a um, relationship with them. Yes, and finding out yeah. what their
1: problems
0: yes. or needs or whatever are, yeah. or, or passionate about mm. or whatever, mm. and then just saying okay. Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say to them That's right. in this?
1: Yes, and and also, you know, um, he talks about the importance of, of the hospitality. You know, the, the bit about the the giving, you know, the, the breaking the bread and, and sharing it. But again, you see, if if we begin to invite people in, not. To you know, a formal religious thing, but actually to share our life with us yeah again.
0: Invite them into our lives rather than into our church. That's
1: right, and and let them see what the difference is in our life. Uh-huh. You know that when when they're faced with the situations that they can't handle, it should be that you see the difference. Mm. Um, you know that you you may actually have what they're looking for. Mm. I mean, I. I I remember somebody saying it to me sort of years ago was, I mean it was a lot of years ago this this lady I had known her in in a particular context and then she came round one day wanting to talk to me and she said I don't know she said um, you've got what I want mm. well you know that that's really but but that's not because, you know, she'd come and listen to lots of sermons or, or give whatever. Or you'd given her a
0: flyer to come no, exactly. to whatever church special event it it's was. It's like, you
1: know, we're building a relationship. Yeah. And, um, and we're facing the sort of, I mean, we were young mums in those days, mm. you know. And, and that's, that's the thing. If, if we can sort of be alongside people where they are, and willing to live our lives in those situations and be given, but give but
0: what, what, our lives give of ourselves right, in that yeah. situation and what
1: clive was said there about you know when jesus he fell into step with them on their journey and the road to emmaus and their thing but then he brought a different perspective yes. on their situation. Yes. not come over here to a totally different thing this is all irrelevant it's actually well in this situation this is what act- this is what God is saying in it, mm. and then suddenly they begin to see their own situation from a different perspective. Mm. But you only do that if you actually begin Through to make relationship. relationship with
0: people. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And what better way to build relationship than around the table That's right. over a meal?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Mm. Mm. Good. Thank you for those yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm. Um, we will be. De- coming near um, near the end of our discussion we will be talking a bit about um, trying to identify some of the gaps that we might see in our community like in, in Wisbeach in our town in, a, in, in a, mm. um, so if you can be thinking about that and popping that in the comments mm. then when we come round to discussing it we can pull out some of the comments that have been yes. made what are the gaps that you've noticed um, in Mm. Our community, yes, and our the, the
1: areas where, where actually, if the church was functioning, it could be making a difference. You know, as a, I mean, the church, as in the people of the church, not yeah. the, org- well, sometimes it's the organisation, but, <laughs> but actually, the, uh, where, where we could make a where difference. where we could
0: possibly mm. make a difference yes. in our community by by going out mm. rather than expecting yes. people to come in. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So we'll come on to that. In just a bit, but get your thinking caps on. Mm. There was a great bit that you have really mm. like, um, which is next in the right. book, which is talking about um, this what, whole picture of, of of sort of the stars and yeah, when all, the, stars the,
1: the bit that's headed "When all the stars are gone." Yeah, page so one hundred and seventy-six. If anybody's got what the What does that there. mean? And what, well, what's it going on about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uses a very good illustration. Um, about the the roof over the centre court at Wimbledon. Um, yes, so um, yes, yeah, so so here in the Wimbledon tennis tournament, as some of you will know, there there is actually a removable roof above the centre court, which means that if it's bad weather. On the day of the final, they can still play it. Close
0: the roof and carry on. That's right,
1: exactly. And it also means that um, you can actually continue later into the night because you don't have to worry about the light failing because, of course, you can have artificial light under that roof. So, um, yes. So it's a retractable roof. Here we are. yeah, And it allowed the match to run more than an hour later than any previous match. Here's the point, though. When a roof is closed over a sporting arena, it doesn't matter whether there are clouds or stars in the sky. All that matters is the match on the field. and And I thought that was a... As he says, it's a perfect metaphor for the secular age. We don't know whether there's a god or 10,000 gods or a force in the universe, or even simply the universe as a divine entity, which, you know, doesn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) But we don't know, but what we do know is that there's a match taking place on the field of life that needs our attention. We've got to sort out our lives, and frankly, there are more pressing questions than who God is. We don't have time to deal with questions about religion, which have little or no bearing on how we actually live. And that's, that's that picture, you know, of the, the roof. So therefore, what's going on up there is totally irrelevant. Why, you know, and people say, oh, well, why can't we just get on with being good neighbors, loving each other, etc." But then there comes the time when suddenly you need the stars. And it, mm. it, it's another story from the Bible that he uses when, um, when Paul is um, the boat. on the boat and there's a storm and the ship is getting Mm, shipwrecked. mm. Um, And and in that storm, the problem is they can't can't see the the stars, they can't navigate. Mm. And and I suppose that's the thing, if the match is going well, to go back to our tennis analogy, that's fine. But what if if terrible things are starting to happen on this this pitch and you don't understand why, and you're beginning to sort of think, ugh it's all out of control then you suddenly sort of think we need we need need some direction yes we need to see to
0: understand where we're going that's
1: right Um, so when when the heavens were closed off for those sailors on the boat they couldn't navigate without the Sun by day or the stars by night how were they to know where they were they'd lost their bearings in the storm and had no means of regaining it Mm. And, and again this this bit about actually reaching out for the life of the world Often there are situations where people Mm. either on an individual level have lost all their bearings and everything's going chaotic. Um, Certainly on the bigger scale you don't have to look very far to see Mm. that things are actually getting seriously out of control and there's real sort of worry and anxiety because what's gone wrong? Where are the bearings? This is where we need Mm. to get back Mm. to.
0: And it's interesting isn't it When, when something does go wrong. Mm. Um, how so many people turn to prayer mm. don't they? they? quite quite a lot of people turn to prayer in, in mm. times of pressing need or panic or mm. fear or whatever mm. yes um, but a lot of them don't know mm. who they're praying to or you know they're mm. just praying to faith or the universe or whatever um and that's the thing. And you know, this just, just having said that, that just reminded me um, of when, when, I was, when I had cancer some years ago now, mm-hmm. and when I was going through that whole time. Um, I got lots of messages from, from different people from all walks of life. And some with faith, some with no faith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, from, it was really easy to tell. Mm -hmm. who had faith and who hadn't just by what they'd said in the message Mm. it was I'm praying for you Mm -hmm. you think okay Mm -hmm. you know thank you really great Mm -hmm. but then others were like you know I'm sending good vibes and uh, you know they're they're, they're trying to express and and what they were expressing was was good and they were trying to give comfort and they were trying Mm -hmm. to express their concern and they were Mm -hmm. but somehow the, the the depth of of meaning and the level of comfort and the the sort of the, the power of certainty that came with someone mm. just saying, I'm praying for you mm. compared to someone who was sending good vibes mm-hmm. was worlds apart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She probably didn't really feel the vibes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's just yeah. interesting. Just mm-hmm. just
1: yeah. Yes. Yes, it, it's, um, yes, carry on. Well,
0: I was just going to move on to the next, mm-hmm. the next bit there because mm-hmm. that, that whole navigation thing, mm-hmm. um, and, and he starts to suggest, um, will radical hospitality possibly be yeah. the answer? Yes. Even in, a, even in a hostile environment where we might find ourselves, mm-hmm. maybe rather than kicking against
1: mm-hmm. it, actually and sort of standing in judgment on standing
0: it. in judgment yes. or digging our heels in or whatever mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. actually saying okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's respond to this
1: mm-hmm.
0: with radical hospitality rather mm-hmm. than yeah we're going to talk about what that means because Anna might put in what what does that mean radical yeah. hospitality mm-hmm. so we'll mm-hmm. we'll see
1: yeah she's put in another comment uh, too, actually that roof thing was why I became a Christian my brother's friend talked about Jesus as if he was his friend, not a long way away like the stars, which is how I saw God. And, oh, yes, the, the, we're coming into yeah, the, the yeah, gaps yeah. thing in a minute. But, but yeah, that's... Um, uh, I just lost my thread there. Hang on. Oh, yes, because, again, with, um, with that, the picture he um, in, the, in Acts, you know, mm. Paul, when he was shipwrecked, one of the things that happens is that Paul actually again, breaks bread Yeah. before, you know, they're all going to have to abandon the ship, basically, but um, but it's like before they throw everything overboard, you need to eat, you know, because they've all been too busy sort of rushing about in the panic. Yeah. And so actually here he comes and sort of says, no, stop, you must all eat. So he actually breaks bread, gives thanks. In the midst of, the, the, midst chaos of the, the chaos. In the midst of all the chaos. This, again, just as Jesus in the midst of their, um, disillusionment breaks the bread it's, it's like you're sort of reaching out with with yeah. the bread of life here I mean obviously mm. the literal bread but actually yeah. the what it represents as well and even in
0: your chaos Jesus can meet you there that's
1: right mm. yes yeah. yeah so carry on
0: right so we don't have very long left. (laughs) So shall we, shall we fast forward a little bit into this radical hospitality thing? Mm -hmm. Um, So he uses quite a nice quote from N.T. Wright. So Mm -hmm. I'll read that quote out from N.T. Wright um, to start us off, I think. So this is what N.T. Wright says. Um, The Christian vocation is to be in prayer in the spirit at the place where the world is in pain. And as we embrace that vocation, we discover it to be the way of following Christ, shaped according to his messianic vocation to the cross, with arms outstretched, holding on simultaneously to the pain of the world and to the love of God. Learn new ways of praying with and from the pain, the brokenness of the crucial part of the world where God has placed you yes so it's starting to ask the question of us in our context in our locality mm. in our communities more sort of widely rather than just the church community in our community
1: mm-hmm.
0: how and what ways can we reach out mm. how can we be in the pain holding Mm. one hand to God and one Mm. hand to the brokenness of the Mm. world and trying to bring Mm. break this bread of Jesus in Mm. the midst of Mm. the chaos where is there chaos in our community where is there a gap that isn't being filled Mm. and he gives some examples of his church Mm -hmm. and how they've managed to identify a few gaps and some sort of Mm -hmm. success stories from from that rather Mm. than he talks about um, putting down the megaphone mm. and picking up towels and tables instead. Yes. So rather than sort of shouting at, at, at yeah. the world or people, um, mm. rather saying, "Okay, let's put that down and let's actually just come and serve people."
1: Mm. Yes. Yes. That's right. It's um, he, he. He uses the illustration of Jesus taking the towel, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. He took off his outer garment, grabbed a towel. If Jesus took a towel and began to wash the dirty feet of his betrayer and denier, then surely the body of Christ ought not to take a posture of superiority and mm. yell at the world, mm. but actually to...
0: And it's also that idea of going out of, out from the church, mm. because the story in, on the road to Emmaus is away from religious places. Mm-hmm. The story in the boat is... Away. away from re- the religious yes, yes. environment yes and it's it's going away from
1: mm. you know yeah the, the in, into where, the place that people are actually living the in where most people of the are time. living in yes. and,
0: and the, helping people with the problems that they actually yeah. face yes
1: yes well Maggie and Richard have put some comments in in response to this identifying gaps um, Maggie's put mental health services are very poor but it's not an area where we could help without some training. Although we can always listen to people, food and fuel, poverty, homelessness, wealth, uh, Richard Wellford, mm-hmm. you know homelessness, that's how the Ferry Project started, which is of course mm-hmm. an example from our church of identifying yeah, yeah. a need and, and getting there. But actually, you see, like what Maggie says there about you know mental health services are very poor, but, but actually it is an area where you can help even if you aren't a trained professional because Actually, in in terms of the mental health services, which are very stretched, we know, one of the key elements, in fact the key element, and even the most helpful professional thing, is actually time and somebody to listen and somebody to give you time. And that's what's not available. You know it's not knowing which tablet to take it's actually people having time now you don't actually have to be a highly qualified psychiatrist to be able to just give somebody time and listen to them Mm. and that and that is actually a a tremendous contribution to mental health welfare and we can all do that because we all know people who actually need somebody who will just have time to listen to them and um, and yes, the number of um, professionals available to do that is very vanishingly small. And you're usually on a long 18-month waiting list for a six-week course at the end of which, you know, that's the end of that relationship. You, you mm-hmm. really, um, in that sense, it's, it's not, I mean, I, I heard recently of somebody who was sort of told, oh, you know, forget all this God stuff, you need professional help. Well, actually, um, a the professional help isn't the magic bullet anyway Mm. and of course the other thing is it probably won't be available except you know in a very limited quantity after a very long wait but god is there and god's people are there and the relationships where people can come alongside and just be with somebody those are really precious and make i do believe make far more difference than is often given credit Mm. yeah
0: well more recently we had Mm. The, the food bank started up, didn't mm. it? That was sort of came out of identifying a need mm. there. But these are needs that, that that that's a need that's now being mm. addressed because the food bank exists and the food bank that's is there. Right. Yes, and we can carry on helping and supporting well, things right. that and are existing yes. already. Mm. Um, but you know, maybe a few other people have some other ideas yes. out there. Mm. So, it's, thank you, Richard and Maggie, for those contributions. Mm. But. If mm. there are any others, and maybe this could be something that we go away and pray about mm. it might not be screamingly obvious it, mm. it might be something more tucked away, might mm. be something that you know isn't particularly obvious but is still a need
1: mm. and so
0: we might we might need to actually go and pray about this and say
1: mm-hmm.
0: what where are the needs
1: mm-hmm.
0: in our community Yes, how can we as a church or mm. as individuals or as a church or whatever how can we start to try and address these and, and to be given and to bring mm. Jesus into the situation um, mm. because God knows doesn't he he knows where the needs are yes as well yeah.
1: and of course he also knows where people are on their journey and it's at the in a sense he knows when is the point where somebody is ready um, and if we're sensitive to his leading, then maybe we can be the means that he uses at that point. Mm. You know, rather than us banging endlessly on random doors, he actually can bring us to the ones who are ready to open. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, there's not nothing yeah. for anything further at the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. Mm. Well, have you got any other points to make on on this
1: um, chapter? No. no, I don't. I don't think so it's um i think
0: we've dealt with it quite thoroughly
1: <laughs> well i would recommend anybody read it who hasn't oh, read yes. it because uh, obviously we're just talking about what it, the thoughts yeah. that it sparked as we've read it but the, that is it was a very read. good chapter mm-hmm. yes
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. and yes we are coming to the end of this book as as i mentioned at the start of the session um next week is our final mm-hmm. um Talk discussion about this book, and it's going to be the final chapter. There. There's mm. a surprise. Mm. Um, so we will be um, back again next week to talk about the final chapter, which is called um, The King's Feast. The King's Feast, yes. Mm. And it might be for those, some who are watching, if you have read the book, um, it might be a good idea to start thinking about sort of some of your general responses to it. Did you enjoy the book? Did you know? Was it good, was it bad, was it complicated, was it straightforward, was it too mm. simple, whatever. Um, let us, you know, s- save your thoughts, bring them next week because it's our concluding um, session on it. Mm. Um, I know I've enjoyed reading it and discussing it and finding out what other people have been thinking about it. So mm. yeah, that's mm. been good. Yeah. Thank you Fiona for all your help because you're not on next week, are you? No,
1: no, I'm not on next so, week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, good. And I think, oh well, yes, next week I might have to bring some bread in. A mm. celebratory last sort of hurrah mm. with some actual yeah. oh, bread.
1: That is it. Lynn's just put in an example of somebody identifying a gap here. Ah. At Greenbelt a couple of years ago, someone spoke about a junk food project. They started up a cafe receiving food that would be thrown away by expiry. Um, so, yes, that again, just a simple example of yeah. somebody who sort of yeah. thought, oh, there's something I can do. Yeah.
0: Oh good, we kept Clive awake, he says. We didn't put him to sleep. Well, there we go. Well done, Clive. You managed to stay with us.
1: (laughs) You're awake when I get him home to to give him his bedtime drink. (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: So we will be having church um, this coming Sunday um, at 10am in the Queen Mary Centre. But then the Christmas Day service is going to be happening um, with a united service at the Baptist Church at 10 a.m. on Christmas Day. So, please feel free to join us there. Otherwise, we do look forward to seeing you back here live again half past seven Friday next week on YouTube for our final discussion about Blessed Broken Given just before Christmas. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And good night. Good night. And mm-hmm. new ways of praying with and from the pain, the brokenness of the crucial part of the world where god has placed you yes so it's starting to ask the question of us in our context in our mm. locality mm. in our communities more sort of widely rather than just the church community in our community
1: mm-hmm.
0: how in what ways can we reach out mm. how can we be in the pain, holding Mm. one hand to God and one Mm. hand to the brokenness of the Mm. world and trying to bring Mm. break this bread of Jesus in Mm. the midst of Mm. the chaos. Where is there chaos in our community? Where is there a gap that isn't being filled? Mm. And he gives some examples of his church Mm -hmm. and how they've managed to identify a few gaps and some sort of Mm -hmm. success stories from from that rather Mm. than he talks about um, putting down the megaphone mm. and picking up towels and tables instead. Yes. So rather than sort of shouting at, at, at yeah. the world or people, um, mm. rather saying, "Okay, let's put that down and let's actually just come and serve people."
1: Mm. Yes. Yes. That's right. It's um, he, he. He uses the illustration of Jesus taking the towel, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. He took off his outer garment, grabbed a towel. If Jesus took a towel and began to wash the dirty feet of his betrayer and denier, then surely the body of Christ ought not to take a posture of superiority and yell at the world, but actually to
0: And it's also that idea of going out out from the church, Mm. because the story on the road to Emmaus is away from religious places. Mm -hmm. The story in the boat is... Away. away from re- the religious yes, yes. environment, yes, and it's it's going away from, mm. you know,
1: yeah, the, the, into into where, the place that people are actually into living, in people are living in most yes. of the time. Where people are living in
0: and helping people with the problems that they actually yeah. face. Yes,
1: yes. Well, Maggie and Richard have put some comments in in response to this, identifying gaps. Um, Maggie's put mental health services are very poor. But it's not an area where we could help without some training. Although we can always listen to people, food and fuel poverty, homelessness, wealth, uh, Richard, wealth and mm-hmm. you know homelessness. That's how the ferry project started, which is of course mm-hmm. an example from our church of identifying yeah, yeah. a need and, and getting there. But actually, you see, like what Maggie says there about you know mental health services are very poor. But but actually, it is an area where you can help even if you aren't a trained professional, because Actually, in in terms of the mental health services, which are very stretched, we know, one of the key elements, in fact, the key element and even the most helpful professional thing is actually time and somebody to listen and somebody to give you time. And that's what's not available. You know, it's not knowing which tablet to take, it's actually people having time. Now, you don't actually have to be a highly qualified psychiatrist to be able to just give somebody time and listen to them. Mm. And that and that is actually a, a tremendous contribution to mental health welfare. And we can all do that because we all know people who actually need somebody who will just have time to listen to them. and. Um, and yes, the number of um, professionals available to do that is very vanishingly small. And you're usually on a long 18-month waiting list for a six-week course at the end of which, you know, that's the end of that relationship. You, you mm-hmm. really, um, in that sense, it's, it's not, I mean, I, I heard recently of somebody who was sort of told, oh, you know, forget all this God stuff, you need professional help. Well, actually, um, A, the professional help isn't the magic bullet anyway. Mm. And of course, the other thing is, it probably won't be available except, you know, in a very Mm. limited quantity after a very long wait. But God is there and God's people are there. And the relationships where people can come alongside and just be with somebody, those are really precious and make, I do believe, make far more difference than is often given credit. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, more recently, we had. The, the food bank started up, didn't mm. it? That was sort of came out of identifying a need mm. there. But these are needs that, that that that's a need that's now being mm. addressed because the food bank exists and the food bank that's is there, right. yes. and we can carry on helping and supporting well, things right. that and are existing yes. already. Mm. Um, but you know, maybe a few other people have some other ideas yes. out there. Mm. So it's, thank you, Richard, Maggie, for those contributions. Mm. But. If there are any others, and maybe this could be something that we go away and pray about. Mm. It might not be screamingly obvious. It, mm. it might be something more tucked away. It might mm. be something that you know isn't particularly obvious, but is still a need. Mm. And so we might we might need to actually go and pray about this and say
1: mm-hmm.
0: what where are the needs mm-hmm. in our community? Yes. How can we as church or Mm. as individuals or as a church or whatever how can we start to try and address these and and to be given and to bring Mm. Jesus into the situation Um, Mm. because God knows doesn't he he knows where Mm. the needs are yes as well
1: and of course he also knows where people are on their journey and it's at the in a sense he knows when is the point where somebody is ready and if we're sensitive to his leading, then maybe we can be the means that he uses at that point. Mm. You know, rather than us banging endlessly on random doors, he actually can bring us to the ones who are ready to open. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, there's not, not, not yeah. anything further at the moment. Mm.
0: Good. Mm. Well, have you got any other points to make on, on this
1: um, chapter? No. no, I don't. I don't think so. It's, um, I think we've dealt with
0: it quite thoroughly.
1: <laughs> well, I would recommend anybody read it who hasn't oh, read yes. it, because uh, obviously we're just talking about what it, the thoughts yeah, yeah, yeah. that it sparked it's, as we've read it. But the, that is, it was a very read. good chapter. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. and yes, we are coming to the end of this book, as, as I mentioned at the start of this session. Um, next week is our final. Mm-hmm. Um, talk discussion about this book and it's going to be the final chapter there. there's a surprise mm. um, so we will be um, back again next week to talk about the final chapter which is called um, The King's Feast The King's Feast yes mm. and it might be for those, some who are watching if you have read the book um, it might be a good idea to start thinking about sort of some of your general responses to it did you enjoy the book did you know was it good? Was it bad? Was it complicated? Was it straightforward? Was it too mm. simple? Whatever. Um, let us, you know. S- save your thoughts. Bring them next week because it's our concluding um, session on it. Mm. Um, I know I've enjoyed reading it and discussing it and finding out what other people have been thinking about it. So, mm. yeah, that's mm. been good. Yeah. Thank you, Fiona, for all your help. Because you're not on next week, are you? No,
1: no, I'm not on next so, week. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: Yeah, good. And I think, oh yes, next week I might have to bring some bread in. A Mm. celebratory last sort of hurr with some actual bread.
1: Lynn's just put in an example of somebody identifying a gap here. Ah. At Greenbelt a couple of years ago, someone spoke about a junk food project. They started up a cafe receiving food that would be thrown away by expiry. Um, so yes, that again, just a simple example of yeah. somebody who's sort of yeah. thought, oh, there's something I can do. Yeah. Well oh, good. We
0: kept Clive awake. He says we yeah. didn't put him to sleep. Well, there we go. Well done, Clive. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to stay with us.
1: <laughs> awake when I get him home to, to give him his bedtime drink. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: So we will be having church um, this coming Sunday um, at 10 a.m. in the Queen Mary Centre. Mm-hmm. Um, But then the Christmas Day service is going to be happening um, with a united service at the Baptist Church at 10 a.m. on Christmas Day. So please feel free to join us there. Otherwise, we do look forward to seeing you back here live again half past seven Friday next week on YouTube for our final discussion about Blessed, Broken, Given just before Christmas. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And good night. Good night. Mm